Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Scream 6, which came out a good few months ago. I missed my opportunity to see it on the big screen, but I've just seen it via streaming. I'm your host, Matthew, and uh, we'll start off spoiler-free. I don't have loads to talk about for the spoiler section. There's a few things, but I'll I'll kind of explain a bit of that in a minute. But I, I'm going to stay spoiler-free uh, for the moment. Let's go to our rating system, shall we? Got must see, sorry, strong must see, must see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and a hard skip. I'll give this one a possible skip. I was incredibly frustrated with this film. I think, um, because th- this does affect overall. Where, where, where Scream is at as a franchise, what it's trying to do, where it's going, and as somebody who, because I, I, I like horror, I've fallen off of horror a little bit in the last couple of years, but Scream was like my first thing that I that I watched, not my first horror film, my, my first like horror franchise that I got properly sort of attached to, I've never really cared about Halloween, never cared about Friday the 13th or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and... I I don't I was trying to figure out during this film what is Scream trying to six films our sixth film um what is Scream trying to do what is it trying to become where is it trying to sort of go now there's two reasons <clears throat> I'm giving this a possible skip um. So possible skip kind of means, eh, it wasn't terrible, but I didn't like it. So not a sort of like, because a light skip rating is me saying, nah, I don't think it's good. You should skip it. Possible skip means there's some half decent stuff in here. You might have a better time with this than me. But I I didn't completely dislike it. I just didn't like it. There's a difference between not liking something and actually disliking something. There's a fine line. There's a fine line in there. I understand that. But I'm just very frustrated with this film. And I'm very frustrated with where Scream is at as a franchise. And I just think... So so a couple of the problems with this film. It's very, very, very predictable. Very, very predictable. Um, there's probably... I'm not going to say who dies in this film. I'm not going to reveal anything spoilery here. It's probably four or five characters that die. There's probably four or five characters that die in this film. And a good minute before it happens, you're like, okay, that person's dead. Now, that's that's like, that's like, that's like one of my problems. I'll, I'll get into that a bit more in a minute. Okay, so the two reasons I gave this a possible skip. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't like it. Again, there's a fine line there. Uh, some very frustrating elements, very predictable little bit too long as well. Um, but that's some, that's some of the base reasons I didn't like it. However, if you are somebody who wants to... Ju- like you've heard of Scream or whatever and you kind of, you know... You want to stick on a fun slasher film with a group of friends or something. And you want to you have a horror film night like on a Halloween or something like that. And if you're somebody who doesn't really care about 
who lives, who dies, why, how they get killed, if you bought, if they should have died, you, you know, that sort of thing. Um, this, this film arguably leans into that. And I'm fine with it leaning into it a little bit. It leans into it too much, I think. Because what Scream needs to do now is... Because it, it, it has this balance that it doesn't really strike. Which is we want to have a bit of dumb fun with some of the killings. But we also want to make you very, very, very aware of the canon. Um, but also not really do anything particularly useful with it um and yeah it it doesn't really strike that balance very well and i'm not sure i'm not sure what scream should try to do i'm not really sure what scream should try to do next if we're going to get a scream 7 i i can't remember if it's been confirmed or not we're probably not going to get any more seasons of the show it already got rebooted for one of the seasons um so i don't really know where scream goes from here um I'm not quite sure how to fix what I think is something that's broken. Because they do say, you know, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. I think this this franchise is a little bit broken. I don't think this is anywhere near as bad as, like, whatever the hell Halloween has turned into. And whatever Friday the 13th. Like, I don't... I still think this is one of the best horror franchises. But I think in the last two films, I think it's really slipped. Um... This film's also got some very strange treatment of its legacy characters. Because I wasn't sure multiple times throughout this film. If you respect or don't respect your legacy characters. I'm not really sure. Um, th- this film kind of left me b- a bit bewildered and a bit confused as to. I-, I have a rough idea of what it was trying to do. But I don't think it succeeded in doing that thing. Um, but I don't think it knows exactly what it wants. It's, it's a bit of a weird one, this 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 film. So there's that. Um, so those, those are my two reasons for giving it a possible skip. I think if you want to just have dumb fun with a um, slasher film and you don't really care about legacy or meta or all that kind of stuff, um, then you might enjoy this more than I did. And I have to kind of like recognize that. On the meta front, you have to stop it. You've got to stop it. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's not witty. It's not clever. Because the last one tried this a bit more. Uh, Scream 2021. 20, sorry, 22. Uh, which is Scream 5. I know it's not called that, but it is basically Scream 5. Although, Scream... It's almost like you've got Scream 1, 2, 3 and slightly then 4 as a kind of quadrilogy, but a kind of trilogy with another one. And then you've got another one which is a revival, and then this one which is a sequel. So it's not really two trilogies, it's not really a quadrilogy and then two films. Because you go 1, 2, 3, stop for a bit, 4, stop for a long time, then do a revival, call it number 1, but it's number 5, and then do a sequel and call it number 6. So, yeah, not really sure what to, what to make of that either. It it it's it, it's just it feels like it's in a weird place. This franchise, and yeah, I think it. Um, anyway, back to the back to the meta stuff. You have to stop. It's not interesting, funny, witty, clever. It's not well written, and because Scream Five, Scream One, Twenty Twenty Two which only came out last year, um, 
is both trying to be a modern version of Scream, um, while also being meta towards its own franchise and towards horror films, which they, the Scream has tried to do that in the past, you know, what's your favourite scary movie and all, all that kind of stuff. It's tried to do that before, obviously, but... Um, the the meta stuff wasn't great in the last. I'm just going to call it Scream Five. the The meta wasn't great in in Scream Five. It was a bit sort of distracting and a bit weird. It I I would say it's bad in in this film. It's just I kind of get what you're trying to do, but it's not working. And it's in this film a lot. In fact, it's almost you could almost call the meta part one of like the the contributors to the main plot of this film. Um. Involving like legacy and whose mask is whose and all, all that sort of stuff. It's um it's just got it got to a silly point in this film and it gets brought up like every ten minutes, um more so by one character than all the others, but still. So there's that. Um, back to the uh, so that's that's my thoughts on kind of the meta stuff. The, the, I don't want to really want to dig into it because it will start annoying me. So there's that part of it. Um, the predictability. I, I get. I, I. It was because you could say, "Oh, you know, don't take it too so, as seriously," and it's just a dumb slasher and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't try to fully lean into that. It, it leans into it, but it, it tries to tries to strike a balance with that that doesn't work. Um, and I get that with, you know, slasher things, it's like, oh, there's tropes of, like, don't go off on your own, or don't trust anybody, or, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And it leans into that as well. Um, but there's certain characters that, like, literally as soon as a scene starts, you're like, oh, that person's going to be dead in a minute. Oh, there they go. And that happens about five times, four or five times. And it's really just... Um, rather than giving me any tension as to like, oh, I don't know if this character actually is going to die. Um, it was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to sit here for a minute and wait for this character to fall into the trap. And I found that particularly boring. Um, sometimes I walk away from a film and I think, okay, not only what did I think of it, how did I feel? Like, what, what feelings do I have coming away from it? Predictability was one. Frustration was one. I won't say the film is boring, but there's definitely boring parts to it, which are some of those predictable parts. I thought, um, of like I, I'm literally just sitting there waiting for one of the characters to die because it's really obvious that it's about to happen, and it's a shame to see Scream kind of fall because that's more of like a Halloween thing because you know that when Michael Myers is waiting in the cupboard, you know, in Halloween, and he's invaded somebody's house, even though they never show how he actually does it, he's just in the house. And somebody's on the phone talking to somebody and you just wait for them to die. But Michael Myers is a fundamentally different character to Ghostface. Ghostface is more of a, um, you know, uh, sorry, Michael Myers is more of a uh, stalker type character who will wait for you for 20 minutes straight in a cupboard because he'll know at some point you're going to come past that cupboard and he's going to get you and that's that. But Halloween knows what it is in terms of that, and its fans, because I'm not a Halloween fan, I've only seen one of the films and that was enough for me, you you know that when you go into Halloween. Ghostface is not a stalker in the same way. What Ghostface would rather do, instead of, because obviously Michael Myers, well, doesn't really talk, does he? Um, 
because you don't have any of the calling stuff with Michael Myers. Michael Myers will sort of, he'll wait for you in his house, you'll lock the door, which means that you'll lock him in there, he'll wait in one corner and wait for you to come across him and then he'll get you. What Ghostface will do, he'll lock himself, he'll wait for you to lock him or her in your apartment or your building and then call you, talk to you for five minutes and then jump out and come and run at you. That That's what he'll do. Uh, I mean, it's a couple of times or he'll do like a sneak attack thing, but it's still not the same thing as Michael Myers. So, yeah, when, when you've got situations of... Because, again, with Scream, to me, it's more the characters on the phone. They're looking left and right and back. and they're, they're looking all around the room. Where is Ghostface hiding? Where is that white mask hiding? And he'll be talking to you on the phone and they'll be saying, oh, you're getting hotter or you're getting colder or, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And then um, might jump out at you from a cupboard, but then it it still will be the different thing of, like, the call and the, and the tension. There's a certain tension there with uh, Ghostface because you know Ghostface is going to jump out in a different way than what Michael Myers will, and then the fight is on. With this, it was literally... A character will be on the f- will be on the phone. Will walk towards the door, and then get stabbed once through the head, and then that's it. And that's to me. I don't mind Scream doing that now and again, but not when it was the most predictable thing as it was in this film. It really did disappoint me. I thought so. There was that. Um. So yeah. W- uh, overall, a weird treatment of its legacy characters. Uh, I wasn't sure where they were kind of going with that. Far too much meta, both within its own franchise and with horror films. And I don't mind that to a degree, like I said, but this was way too much with with all that. Um, There's literally a sort of five-minute scene where one of the characters is is standing... The the characters are sitting around these benches or whatever. Character's standing up and is full-on explaining who within the group could or couldn't be the killer and like goes through every character that's sitting there and it was just it's like oh in 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 a third film you'd do this in a requel you'd do this and it's just it's just quite ridiculous i thought so um i didn't like that aspect of it either so there's that um the film ended on a decent note I think if they do, I think if they do a seventh, I, I'll, I'll st- I'm not out on the franchise. I just think it's it's one of the things. I I, I just want it. I'm not. I don't want to quit this franchise. I just want it to be better. I want it to just be better. Don't be sorry about how bad your last two films have been. Just be better. And there's a chance with number seven, if they balance a few things out, correct a few things. That they that you can come back stronger. I that that's very much where I would sit with that. Um, in terms of pacing and structure and stuff, um, pacing was a little bit too long. The film was just a little bit too long. Um, structure was fine. I thought that there wasn't too many times where I was frustrated from it cutting away from one character to the next. Um, there's a few kind of like weird camera angle shots with this though as well. This 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 film. Um, it it does a few too many of those um if we're talking about camera shots um where it will somebody will knock ghostface out right like kick them um or 
you know, push them over or punch them or whatever. And then a character, I'll give you, I'll give an example. Um, and this isn't a spoiler, I won't say who's involved with the scene. At one point, um, a character knocks over Ghostface in a particular way. They go to pick up a heavy object and like hit Ghostface over the head, assumingly to like knock them out or smash the head in or whatever. And there's then, I think, two or three camera shots where you get a camera shot of the person lifting their arms up with the object, ready to, like, hit Ghostface. Then a quick shot to show that Ghostface isn't quite all, you know, knocked out. And then that character gets stabbed. And as soon as that person picked up that object, I was like, they're going to get stabbed. I don't know if they're going to die, but they're going to get attacked. Um, And they did the same thing in a much more fatal way with a much more important character. In the last film. They did the, the exact same thing in the last film. So it's things like that as well that that didn't work. I thought. Um, so there was there was that aspect as well. So yeah. So there's, there's some of that stuff that happened as well. Um, there's also one particular part. I, I had to. I re-round it. Obviously I wasn't at a cinema. I re-round it twice. As a character that jumps off of something, has a knife in their hand, ready to attack another character. I'm trying not to be too specific because it might like ruin a scene. And the way the scene was positioned was like, oh, that person has a knife. They can drop onto like Assassin's Creed style almost. They can drop onto them and attack them. And the the character that attempts to do this jump is like very very confident about trying to do it, and somehow that character then got stabbed first, and then stabbed the other character, and it's just things like that throughout most of this film that I was just okay, like. How, why, and I, yeah, this was really frustrating. As somebody who's a Scream fan, I've not seen them like you know fifteen times each, but I care about and I like this franchise. And this was just a really frustrating, predictable, and annoying film to watch. There were bits that I liked, and I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think it's good. So, yeah, um. But let's let's try this again. Scream Seven. I'm I'm up for it. I I'll, I'll come back for another one. It's fine. This wasn't like this wasn't sort of like a franchise destroying film. This just wasn't good. I don't think. But I have a feeling based on what we saw in Scream Five and this one, Scream Six. If you continue to do the same things that you've done in the last two films. Then, I, then I don't really see a great future. For, if this is kind of the route that you're going down with with some of these qualities, um, I think Scream's going to be in a bit of trouble. I don't know how much money this made. I, I never sort of looked at, at that. This came out in what, like February or something. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm cautious about Scream's, uh, Scream's future. But I still want to try it because I, I, I still like this franchise. Um, 
One other thing as well, like on a personal disappointment note, because this this particular aspect I'm about to mention is something I personally prefer that Ghostface does as opposed to the other ones. And I mentioned this in my review, I think, of the the last film. One of the things I like about Ghostface as opposed to Freddy... Is it Freddy? Friday 13th Freddy? And Jason and michael and all these sort of like almost they're not human characters are they really let's be let's be honest the thing i like more about Ghostface is you can actually have a bit of a brawl with him or her i'll just say them you can actually have a bit of a brawl with them and i have always liked in the films the bit the bit of the sort of slapstick aspect which is if a character's running away from Ghostface, they can trip them up. They can actually get a few hits in. Um, they can throw chairs at Ghostface or like trays or objects and, and things like that. And it'll actually disrupt Ghostface. You try and do that to Michael Myers, he'll just walk through it all. Like you can't punch. You can't like, you can't have a fist fight with Michael Myers because he'll just pick you up by the neck and snap it and just throw you to the side and just keep walking. That's one of the things I don't really like about Michael Myers. I, I genuinely find him... I know there's the more psychological aspect to him and all the history with Laurie and stuff. I think it's Laurie anyway. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. There's all the history there and that kind of stuff. But I find Michael Myers boring as a character because it's just he waits for you, kills you, moves on. You can't fight him. You can't do anything about him. You can shoot him, but you'll never really be able to kill him because you can't because reasons. Um, and I think Michael is supposed to be human, but he's def he's clearly not because yeah. Anyway, I like that Mike uh, that Ghostface is just one of the group and one of the suspects. Um, in a costume that has a knife, and that's it. They don't have any like unless unless one of the Ghostface characters is like a cop or something from from one of the films, and they actually have a bit more training. But usually, it's just no. They're like the people they're trying to go after. They don't have any sort of fighting experience or anything like that. And you can push Ghostface around a bit. You can attack Ghostface, um, and like push them over and kind of shove. You can you can do something. It's a bit more of an interesting brawl and back and forth there. Um, they didn't do that enough for me in this film. They did it a couple of times. Um, and there's parts where there's like I'll say a couple of people are trying to beat up Ghostface at at once. That wasn't really the same though. Um, and that's where the actual the actual tension comes in. Um, like the tension in Halloween is oh wh when is michael gonna get his victim and and that's it with scream it's really kind of like where is ghostface can you spot them can the character spot them and once they've inevitably found the the person um are they going to survive the fight because it's more of a fight right instead of just oh michael jumps on you and that's basically it so <clears throat> there's there's that aspect uh, and they didn't do that enough for me in this film. Not not nearly enough. There was a lot of a lot of phone calls and a lot of sort of like, oh, you're getting closer and all this all this sort of stuff. Um, but there wasn't enough brawling. And I'm not expecting like UFC or wrestling from this film, but there wasn't anywhere near enough of that for me in this, which I found uh, to be disappointing. So, um, but that's something I personally prefer. A, a quality that Ghostface has that none of the others really do. So, anyway, I've been talking for 25 minutes. Goodness me. Uh, thank you all very much for listening to the spoiler-free section. Um, 
yeah, I guess I should do the outro now. So I've done all that, get that out, all out the way, tell you how you can write in and that kind of stuff. And then we'll take a break and go into spoilers. I don't have a ton to talk about. I just want to kind of like mention a few things and some of my disappointments and stuff. So anyway, uh, what did you think of Scream 6 if you have or haven't seen it? If you haven't seen it, do you still want to? Um, of course, it's entirely up to you whether you want to or don't want to. If you have seen Scream, Scream 6, um, do you agree, disagree? It's perfectly fine if you disagree as long as you're points make sense and all that kind of stuff um what would you want to see from a number seven do you think there was too much meta like i said etc etc uh matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk and there's information in your show notes in the meantime you can find everything else, everything else that we do on entertainment talk.org tv games films may not podcast look out for what we do over there um what else is there as well um uh word of mouth social media let other people know about what we're doing <clears throat> where they can find it that sort of thing a uh, patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers actually podcast review options look at that as well if you'd like to um tv and film news over on what's it called uh geek town radio on tuesdays there should be one uh actually i'm going to be releasing this in a few days so look out for uh this tuesday this week's geek town radio episode um so geek town radio on tuesdays geektown.co.uk bex over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s retro chat game and other streams um what else is there um that's bex um me twitch etalk uk and youtube entertainment talk place thanks very much for listening and if you want to join me on the other side for the spoilers that's where we're going next so go away if you need to or stick around if you want to hear the spoiler talk this is your I'll just give you this as your first and last warning. There's going to be a whole break thing here, and then we'll come back. So let's take a break, come back, talk about spoilers. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply. That will get you 20% off your order with Manscaped and free shipping. First-hand quality professional with Manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves. Even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first-class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talks previous ad-free podcasts and 
the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month, and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, it's time for spoilers. Um, I do actually only have roughly about 10 minutes, so I will just go through some stuff. I'm not going to do like a deep spoiler breakdown of each character and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they tried to kill off Gale in this. Wasn't successful, uh, which was good. Um, I still think Dewey got done dirty. And it was very, disappointment to, very disappointing to not have uh, Sydney. In this as well, of course, there was the whole pay dispute and all, all that sort of thing. So that was, that that was like, that whole news thing was sort of a bad taste in everybody's mouth before the film. And I can't even remember if the trailers had come out when that news broke out. But we knew that she wasn't going to be in this because there was a pay dispute. And one of the actors, I can't remember which one, said like, you know, you need to be fair to... Um, female stars in this film considering she's like the scream queen she's like you know the the final girl and she wasn't in this she's mentioned a few times and stuff she's just kind of i think gail said she's gone off with her kids and stuff so hopefully they bring her back um yeah i'm just thinking about the gail scene and whether it was sort of good or whatever i don't know it was I, I, at least she didn't die because um, I kind of was thinking, okay, if, if Gale dies here and you've already killed off Dewey, are you killing off Sydney in the next one? And again, in terms of like legacy character treatments, it was just... um, Like, you mentioned Dewey and you mentioned where Sydney had gone and you talk about Gale, uh, get Gale's in the film, she almost dies... And then there's like a meta commentary about like, oh, legacy characters are just for nostalgia and all this sort of stuff. <sighs> okay, because let, let's say you go to Scream 5 before Gale died. Sorry, before Dewey had died. And you ignore you ignore those three characters. Those are your legacy, like, Trinity characters or whatever, right? Who are the main characters in this? Sam... Um, then Jenny Ortega's character... I don't even really remember the characters' names that well. They haven't really sort of, like, stuck with me so much. Because um, you've got the two sisters, right? You've got Jenny Ortega's character, and then you've got Sam. That might even be what her character's called. But they're, they're two sisters. Um, so they're kind of like the, the duo. Um, is Jenny Ortega's character's... What was his name? I can't even remember his name. Um... The one who gets, like, stabbed multiple times, but fourth fourth floor, whatever the hell that meant. Um, that's sort of your trinity, I, I suppose. But, mm, okay. Like, Jenny Ortega's character's 
like clearly the main one because she is kind of like the new scream queen if you want to call her that um that 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 uh, <laughs> there uh, there's two deaths that were just well apparently they weren't deaths that were just like I don't, uh, <laughs> so um I'm just going to say Jenna's boyfriend, because I can't remember his name, um, gets stabbed like 15 times by the two ghosts' face. That's the reveal. That That's that camera shot I talked about, where he goes to pick up like a popcorn machine or whatever it is, and smash ghost face. Then the obvious camera angles, he's getting stabbed. And then he gets stabbed like loads of times. Loads and loads of times. And then he just pops up later. It's like, oh my god, how did you survive? Yeah, I'd like to know that as well. Fourth floor. I'm still trying to... What the hell does that mean? Fourth floor. Well, if there was like... Did he have some sort of like protect... Because it didn't seem like a protection on. Because you can get knife-proof vests, I think. Um... Because I'm sure he was bleeding. I'm pretty sure he was bleeding. But if if there was some sort of like... Oh, I can be stabbed a load of times. And whatever the hell fourth floor means, means I'm going to survive. If that was like the plan... He didn't say anything to anybody. What's fourth floor supposed to mean? Because he, he holds up four fingers and Jenna's character... Um, so that old fourth floor then kisses him, and then that that's it. That's the that's the complete end of that conversation. Um, anyway, if anybody can explain what that means, that might help me to figure out that. But the scene itself doesn't tell you. I mean, obviously, it's not kind of supposed to. The other one is the um the sex positive the, the character that had sex a lot in in that apartment. She was like the first to die, but apparently that was like a prosthetic fake. And then she turns out to be one of the killers. That was absolutely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> those are those are two of the deaths that really were like just stupid. Um, and even the the guy's death, who I just mentioned, wasn't one of the more the more the most predictable annoying death in this film was the therapist. He walks up straight to the door, and you can see Ghostface on the other side. And I'm like, oh, is it? Because I was like, oh, okay, he's probably going to die. And then, like, the glass breaks and he gets stabbed through the nose or something. Um, and then he he dies. But it's like, I, uh, just, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I'm very glad Kirby didn't die. Um, just on Hayden Panettiere uh, for a moment. I'm very, very happy to see her back. I'm very, very glad her character survived as well, Kirby. Good to see her back. Not just good to see Kirby back, but good to see Hayden back. Um, really liked her when she was in, what's it called? Um, when she was in Heroes. Obviously, she was the the cheerleader, save the world, save the cheerleader, save the world film. Uh, Not film, she was that character. Um, Hayden, from what I've read, I'm not going to get into all of it here. From what I've read over the last couple of years, she's been through quite a bit. She's been through quite a lot. And sometimes you hear about these actors that go through quite a bit of just, you know, life events. And they don't tend to really come back. So I'm very, very happy to see her back in this film. Um, very, very happy to see. She she at least looked 
she, she, she looked all right. She's been through a lot of stuff. I don't know where she's quite at in her life at the moment or if she'll pop up in a Scream 7. I hope so. But then the thing is with that, okay, if it's sort of like you bring her back next time, let's say for Scream 7 and you kill her off, just don't bring her back. I, I don't really want to see Kirby die. Um, that would just be... Yeah, to see Hayden taken out of this 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 franchise as well would just be kind would just be kind of sad. So there's more of like a there's like a real life element to that as well with what Hayden's been through, and very happy to see her in something again. Um, she's an actress that I'd love to see her career thrive again, but she's been through a lot of stuff, and um, I wondered if or when we would see her in something again. Um, so good good to see her back. I'm very very happy to see her back in this. Um, I, I'm very glad as well that she didn't turn out to be the killer. When that felt like it was really obvious, I was like, no, don't do that. And then, like, this Atlanta, this guy tries to research her from Atlanta and, oh, she'd had a bit of a mental breakdown. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, you scream, you're, you're, you're better than that. You are better than that. Um, And there was a the moment as well where, like, she's holding a gun and she's shaking a bit and I was like... Don't, just don't do it, alright, like, you don't have to do that, that's boring and predictable and just cliche and just really stupid, then she got shot and I hope that she wasn't dead, she got stabbed as well, but, you know, apparently getting stabbed in the stomach in these films doesn't really always mean something, um, so, yeah, um, there was the whole layer thing in this film. I thought, I swear, I thought they were going some sort of like Batman route where the killer would have like guns and all this kind of stuff. Because there's the bit with the shotgun and and the trailer. I'll give it credit. The trailer does a good job of tricking you of thinking, oh, this this ghost face has got a shotgun. There's no, they're not a slasher character anymore. They got a shotgun and a layer. And we're not going to show you all of it in the trailer, but it looks like a Batcave of some kind. And we're going to turn Ghostface into Batman, but he's gonna, but they're going to be a killer Batman. I was like, um, it's okay. You want to maybe try something different? I get that. That doesn't sound like the greatest idea. Turns out that wasn't actually what was what was going on, and I was very happy to uh, to see that. So there was that. Um, the killer reveals. I just thought most of that was quite dumb. Um, th- this this film, I attempted to try and guess a bit more as to who the killers were. The problem is when you, because with the girl, the the woman who was the killer, you had attempted to establish that she was dead earlier in this film, and then the the geeky lonely guy or whatever. Um, uh, he was the other one. Then then the cop was the the third one. That's fine. I, I've never really been particularly sort of like, oh, does them their uh, what they say match up with? Like, I've never really <clears throat> quite been bothered by that with Scream, unless it's like something completely outrageous. But yeah, um, that was fine. It's just okay. You told me one of those characters was dead, so all right, um, fine, but. Again, really, really, really leaning into like, oh, you need to wear the mask because you need to be the killer as well. Was like, okay, fine, um, whatever. <laughs> so, there's my thoughts on that. Also, Jenna's character like clearly stabbed that guy in the face really deeply, and he got up and ran at them afterwards, like. 
I'm I'm gonna have trouble if, if there is a Scream Seven. I'm gonna start having trouble believing characters are actually dead because there was three, two, three characters in this film that were shown on screen to be like getting stabbed multiple times and not being dead, and one of them was saved by the fourth floor, whatever that means. So, yeah. Anyway, um, that's Scream Six. I will be back for Seven if they do another one. Um, I hope that they do because I don't, I don't really, I don't want this to be the last Scream film. I don't want to feel this sour about Scream. I want it to come back. I want it to be better. I know it can be better because it's been better. Um, it ne- it needs to come back, Scream. And who knows? Maybe that's next year or or something. Who knows? We shall uh, we shall see. Anyway, that's it from me. Thank you all very much for listening. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.